And then one day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Hello and welcome to Organized Chaos. I am your host, Kimberly Jensen. I was listening to another podcast this morning and they bleeped out crap. And I was like, oh my gosh, I lead with crap. I am so not in the right mind frame. I need to find a new word. I mean, when my kids say crap, it's a, it's not. We don't, we don't allow that. So maybe I need to change my entrance. <laughs> maybe I need to get more creative. Maybe it's time for a slip. We've had a hundred episodes in. Maybe it's time, y'all. Um, what should I, okay, here, let's, will be fun. How should I start my podcast? Let's do like a little, if you want, if you listen to this podcast and you've heard all hundred episodes, first, I just want to say thank you for listening to me and a hundred episodes in. Um, talk about, you know, who knows what and when knows what, but, um, I appreciate you, but you probably have some advice for me. And so I would love to hear it. We'll call it the hundred days in revamp. Um, how should I start this podcast? Do I switch it up? Do you like it? Is crap a bad word? Um, let me hear it. I'm I'm here for it. Okay. Number one, number two, uh, if you are new to my podcast, Sorry, I don't even know what to say. Um, I I don't always start it like this. Usually I have a thought process, but to be honest, the last two weeks have been kicking my butt and I uh, I always think about when I tell you things like that and then I'm like, but what if someone's listening to this in like two years from now? Are they going to be like, oh man, poor Kim, I should pray for her. I hope that I'm not having a crappy week if this is future 2023. Isn't that creepy to think about a little bit? I think for me it is. I'm like, wow. 2023. Where are, where are we then? Uh, okay. But for real this morning, I was reading something and it gave me just like, I don't know exactly what I needed to hear. And it's not like I haven't read this in the Bible before, but it, it hit different. Funny how God's word does that. Uh, but God's talking about how we all, he references birds a lot in the Bible, which is very interesting because I really don't like birds. Um, like at all. I don't, they, they creep me out because I feel like they're always kind of thinking about what they want to do to you. Or I got bit by a bird when I was pregnant once and we had to make sure I didn't have rabies and whatever. Um, I just don't like them. Like when we used to go to the San Diego zoo, we'd go into the bird atrium almost every single time. I don't know why. I think because my family got a kick out of watching me be a total spaz. Um, plus I think because my hair is so big, my husband likes to joke that I'm like a big bird's nest. And so that's why the birds always like me, uh, which is very rude. It's a different story for a different day. Uh, just kidding. But it is kind of interesting that God references the birds so much, uh, and how they, how he feeds them, how he cares for them. Um, but then this morning, this, this was said and I thought, wow. Uh, but Okay, so birds have, you know, they have eyes and hearts and livers and an appetite and they have instincts to procreate and they build nests and they raise their young and they watch out for predators, right? Uh, if you've ever watched like birds, um, they they go through some turmoil. Like we watched in our own house, like where we currently live, a snake like spine its way up the tree into this beautiful robin's nest and just eat the baby's eggs or eat the eggs faster than you could even try to help the nest. And the mom watched. Could you imagine? I mean, really, like that's awful. 
But do you want to know what God says in the Bible? That every morning they wake up and they sing a new song. No matter what they have gone through the day before. And I just thought, what an, why did he point that out? Number one. Number two, resilient, right? Like, like that wouldn't be me. Wouldn't be you. Wouldn't be any of us. Like we all can say pretty, pretty much that that's not how we would do life. If we lost our baby, our eggs the day before, we're not singing a new tune the next morning. But why does he reference this and how can we learn from it? I think that we, it's easy for us to get stuck in like, woe is me and wow, that's really hard. And they're not going through those things. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not this, or I'm not that. And all, all of it, right. We play all the tunes in our head and, and it's not wrong. That's, that's okay. Life happens and we're going to, you know, struggle in lots of different ways. But the truth is we do have an opportunity every day to wake up with a song or wake up with a hum or wake up with joy or wake up with, you know, the truth of God's word in our hearts. And the biggest thing that we need to take away from with God always talking about the birds is that he supplies their every need and he values them enough to take care of them. But we are more valuable than the birds. So how much more will he take care of us? And why do we need to say that to ourselves like every single day? Uh, you know, I've been through, you know, lots of hardships and, and I've, I've lost a baby. Um, actually, right around this time, I lost a baby. Uh, four, five, six years ago. Six years ago, I had to do some math in my brain there. Uh, And uh, one of the more traumatic things I have ever been through, I would say that the the loss of uh, the loss of what could have been like the baby itself. I have a very you know, for me personally, I believe God's plans are always. We don't need to know all the details, right? Because He has us covered. Um, and so it wasn't so much, I didn't find that the hardest part was the understanding of why, uh, I felt like God was probably protecting me or that child or something bigger, right? Uh, that's just how my brain operates. Similar to like, if you aren't married by now, or you haven't had, maybe he's been protecting you from something that you would have gone through that you would have struggled to make it through. Um, I do, I think God works like that. And so, um, but I don't want to disvalidate or unvalidate anything that anyone has ever been through because, uh, it is traumatic from, from any standpoint, whether you lose a child at the end of your childbirth, which I honestly think that the people that that happens to are maybe the strongest human beings I've I will ever get the privilege to know. Uh, But also, you know, maybe you've been trying and you don't have a baby to fall back on. Uh, And so just know I, I, I pray for your heart today. I pray for your rainbow baby or if you are not done having babies and you still have that deep hurt in your heart, I pray that you know that that child is so, is like, 
in the heavens, gallivanting in the clouds um, with his maker and or his or her maker. And and I, and one day you can be reunited. Uh, I think about that all the time. I call my baby Charlotte um, because I'm not Charlotte. Wow. I live in Charlotte, but her name is not Charlotte. It once upon a time was a name I wanted. We were always, uh, uh, it was, it was going to be Lila. Um, back to my story. I, when that happened, I think back to the time in my life and I'm I'm assuming it was, I had a terrible experience. My doctors were awful. I mean, it just was not, in my opinion, when people tell me what they're going through, I'm always, I'm like, advocate for better care. Make sure you have someone with a heart because I had no one with a heart. Uh, I got like, yeah, you just sit at home and get ready, like wait, wait to pass the baby. I'm like, wait, what? Like wait, like how long? And it took three weeks. It was forever. And there was no warning and there was nothing. It was just this waiting of like, I don't even know what I'm waiting for. What is this experience? Like it was awful. And it happened at work in a bathroom. And it was just like, this is what it, no, you know, like, whoa. Um, and so I say all that to say that, uh, however you grieve, but you know, you grieve, grieve. Uh, but I will say that I, I found hope obviously in knowing that God's plans are always bigger. Um, and I can't remember if I woke up the next day singing a new song. Um, but I just remember, and I share this because it was, it was a, it was a hard time in my life. Um, it also was right, uh, around a time where I was transitioning out of a job and it was hard at work and it was hard in my physical body and it was hard. It was just like, a, and it was right through like Christmas and the holidays and like the joyfulest times that you can find. And so how do we find that song, right? Like how do we find the joy to go on and how do we take the example of, you know, we're, we're told to call it all as joy and, and as Paul did, and I think that we we manipulate that verse a lot to say that we're supposed to find joy in everything and just be joyful, joyful, joyful. And the truth of the matter is that you absolutely can grieve. And Jesus wept when sad things happened. And we can weep when sad things happen. But we have to remember that here on earth we will have trouble. But God has overcome the world and we don't have to live in that forever. And the greater things are to come. Actually, so funny. I was just, our service sermon yesterday was um, literally, stop crying, he is coming. <laughs> stop crying, it's coming. And uh, I thought it was so powerful. And it's not to say, again, that you can't weep and you can't cry. You absolutely can, but you have to be ready to move forward because your life is, is not, it, it doesn't got, the devil wants to keep you in whatever struggle, in whatever hardship, in whatever pain you are enduring. And ultimately God wants you to live in freedom and knowing that the, the good is coming. Um, because when the devil takes, when you, when he can take your eyes off of him and keep your eyes on it, you might, you might forget that you're moving this way and therefore sacrifice some other relationships that might get hindered along the way. And so I want to encourage you that you can weep and then you can rejoice and then you can move forward um, and be like the birds. I will say, uh, as much as I dislike birds, my most favorite sound in the whole world is a morning dove. Um, if you've ever heard them, they're so prevalent in 
Arizona. Uh, that's where I heard them most of my life. Um, but and then I think they must go away for the winter because I I never heard them. I don't. I have. I've barely heard them here in the Carolinas, and uh, I did hear them every pretty often in in California. So they're everywhere. But I think they might go away for the winter because it's cold. I don't blame them. Um, not only do the morning doves have the most beautiful sound on the planet, but they have a mate for life. So if you ever see a morning dove, look and you will find his friend. Um, and I just love that. I just think that that's like God playing out a scene in your head, right? Like here's the most beautiful song and it comes in the morning. And where is his relationship? Where is his community? Where is what he is made to do? There it is, right? There it is. And maybe he lost his babies yesterday, but he's here and he is, he doesn't know where the food is, but he knows that God's going to provide. And, you know, we don't always know where the joy, the true joy, the laughter, the, the things that will make us feel again. We don't know when we'll stop crying. We don't know when we won't, think of that thing and completely fall apart. But we do know we have a promise and his name is Jesus, right? We have a promise and we get to hold on to that in midst of these troubles. And so we wake up and we sing joy because sometimes that's all we can do. We can cry and be joyful. We can cry and still be thankful. We can cry and still take steps moving forward. It's no less like you're not like taking away from the pain that you have endured. No, you're not giving the enemy a stronghold on your life. And that is the most important piece of this puzzle, right? Um, So I was, it just was such a beautiful reminder. You know, I'm not in the season of of hurt and heartache um, like I have in the last 20 years. Um, But there was seasons of my life where hurt and heartache um, were hard and you know, my marriage struggled because of it, because who's the, what is usually the number one thing you take it out on, right? Your spouse. And so don't let that be your taker outer. Don't let that rob you of what you are deserving. Um, find the joy, find the morning dove, find something that makes you remember that joy is coming. It's coming. And we, and, and, and yes, we, we might hurt now. And yes, whatever you're going through is, is, I mean, the world is at large going through something, right? Like we can all agree to, to just, we can all agree on one thing. People are hurting. This is a hurting nation, uh, which is, is comforting that we're all, we're all in the same boat, but some pains are so much harder than others. And so re- remembering that we, we're all in the struggle of something and our struggles all look so different but we have to choose to get up and face it and and find the joy, find the peace that's gonna keep you moving forward. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope that this spoke to an area of your life that you needed to hear. I hope that it gives you just the motivation and the encouragement that you aren't alone in your struggle, that it's okay to struggle, that it's okay to not wake up with a smile on your face. 
Um, but don't live in there for too long because the world needs you and your life needs you. Uh, and so if we're weeping and we're dancing, then weep and dance. Um, but just remember that, that joy can be found in the morning and that God cares for us more than he does the birds. And yet he makes it abundantly clear that he cares for the birds in every way possible and he loves us that much more. And so uh, let that penetrate your heart. Let that sink deep into your soul and allow it to you know, manifest into the good stuff. Um, I hope that you will share this podcast today or uh, leave a comment. And don't forget to share with me how I should begin. Um, if you have any suggestions, I am an open, I'm open ears and I would love to hear. Um, but until then, happy uh, day, new day, whenever you're listening to this and I hope that you um, can find that little pep in your step today um, in whatever you are doing. Mm-hmm.